Flogcast may occasionally contain explicit content that makes it not safe for work or for minors. It also doesn't provide an excuse to use the same words on Bay 13. Normal Bigfooty rules still apply. Podcast for round four, Starburns joined by Penal. Hello. Teach. Hi there. Ant. Um, you sounded a bit surprised there, Penal. Like, uh, hello, am I supposed to be here? Yeah, he doesn't usually turn up after a loss. So this is new territory, and just to rub that in a little bit further, we've got Mardo. G'day, Flogs. And also joining us after Melbourne got off to 2-2 two and two for the first time in probably a long time, we've got... You don't know, Jack. 64. Is that the last time? Oh. Is that really? Don't know. It can't be. My God. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I'm two from two for turning up after losses this year, so I'm trying to turn my reputation around as a front-running uh, supporter. Good, because you're getting your head kicked in. You had enough goo last year, now you're back for the tears, eh? Oh, no, I mean, that comeback on the weekend, that just made me more confident in our ability to three-peat. I mean, the goo will still be flowing tonight. Let's just go straight into that, because that was probably the match of the round. The comeback made it close, and it was pretty high standard from Port early on. Hawthorne put on a good comeback and there was a lot of extra discussion but Mardo tell us about that uh, well very pleased to have taken care of the Goose squad this weekend they were up and about puffing about uh, on the bay during the week and yeah it was a really good match and um, yeah that first quarter was quite stunning it reminded me of uh, Richmond uh, the elimination final last year off to a flyer goals coming everywhere um, I was going to say when you first said it reminded you of Richmond went, what 1980 <laughs> <laughs> were Hawthorne kicking into the wind in first now, See, they didn't even have an excuse. No, there's no excuses. I don't even know who won the coin toss, so... Koshy won the coin toss. <laughs> I'd say Brian Lake going down five minutes into the game is a pretty fucking good excuse. That's well, like I the mean, definition was... of a moral win. Oh, well, was that, that means uh, we beat the Hawks last week, did we, Penal, since we lost Wallace and Morris in the first quarter? Yeah, but they're shit. Yeah, Brian well... Lake's the best fullback <laughs> in the no, comp. Roby said that if they hadn't got injured, Bulldogs would have rolled Hawthorne last week, and if Roby says it... Oh, there you go. Roby power wankings. Yeah, okay, sorry. You've, you've no, convinced no, no, me no, if Roby no, said no. it, it's true. I mean, he's, he's the um, gook king. So, Marta, you were so, so good in the first half, and then you just fell asleep after that? No, we were fine we always had it under control oh Hawthorne you reckon just, Hawthorne just scored a few junk time goals and they're not the Eddie Betts team for the back yes and that is interesting that you say junk time because we've been hearing from Hawthorne supporters all off season how in that prelim final they took the foot off the gas and that was the only reason Port got close and now the opposites happened and not a peep out of the Hawthorne supporters all about how good the comeback was eh penal all this goo about oh we could do anything but really it was just like Port's comeback wasn't it either they're both legit or neither are yeah right? they're, they're both legit i have to say because um port i was definitely sh- i don't know about any of the other hawthorne supporters but i was shitting my pants in the prelim last year i thought port had it um when they got within a goal i thought 
Did you I go thought, down to Street Penal? No, um, but but oh, you right. know, I, I went once. Port got within a goal last year, and I thought they would reel it in and probably win the match. And um, you know, I was if they're definitely both legit comebacks. So and also, you you make the excuse about Brian Lake, but let's not forget that Port were without Ollie Wines. Yeah, but in, yeah, in, ga- in game injuries are so much harder to account for uh, than sort of injuries sustained the previous match. Because I mean, they would have been planning the whole week for how they're going to set up their midfield without Ollie Wines. Brian Lake goes down five minutes into a game. We have to restructure our defence on the fly. So I don't buy that. I hear you. I mean, slowed the Bulldogs Hawthorne game. We lost <laughs> two players before we even started the game, and two players within the first. Yeah, okay, so so Ant, we'll give you the Bulldogs game, but obviously we, we get the Port game and the Essendon game in which we uh, lost Brawley. So you guys are four and zip, oh, and um, we're, we're three and one. The Puff official one on, and three. Just, Essendon hey, are one and three. Fucking listen to all this moral bullshit. God, hang on, I'm just... Bogus here, man, but Frawley doesn't count. He's shit. <laughs> I've, I've, just, I've got the phone Not here. I'm, just, I'm just calling um, I'm calling Gillen, just letting him know that we're resetting the ladder according to the new structure that you guys have come up. So just give me a minute. I'll be back in a sec. Okay, we're undefeated. Whilst he's gone, uh, do we have anything else about Port and Hawthorne, the game itself? I, I like the run that Port have a very exciting brand of football. They run with it. and uh, It's good to watch. It is great to watch, yeah. Except when you're on the other end of give it. Give me fast attacking football any day over, you know, boring shit that sometimes like the other game that was going on at the same time yeah but um once port got sort of 50 points out in front they just parked the bus i mean that was a jose Mourinho masterclass in the in the second <laughs> half from port they just put 22 players in the back line or sorry 18 players in the back line and sort of didn't let he's, he's accusing score. him of cheating now no, um, that? 22 uh, players in the back line i obviously misspoke i mean they, they were obviously using negative tactics in the second half to try and prevent hawthorne from using their immense scoring power to do oh, the comeback oh, Jesus Jesus. So why did they stop why could they just kept going got a bit tired well, i guess obviously they were threatened and it's easier on the legs to uh play negative football than this play positive footy did clarko uh threaten to belt them on mm-hmm. yeah yeah maybe that was it did he put another hole in the coach's box before he went and bashed someone else uh, apparently wingard went go power <laughs> <laughs> we will move on to that then um so Marto, how's your chin how's my chin yeah got a bit of a whack off yeah, clarko yeah I'll, I'll be right for training at hackham this week you um, should be asking uh teach how his chin is because apparently someone tracked the guy down on facebook and it's a long supporter <laughs> that's actually true like could you think about it? if if there's going to be anyone else other than say the port supporter to be riling up clarko the money's on it it's probably a cats fan see, it, 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 might, it could be soggy i think he's too young to be teach by about half his he, age he was um the guy was two feet taller than Clarkson. So, in Clarkson's defence, I, 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 I don't reckon he could Clarkson have reached his chin. <laughs> <laughs> it's just such a beat up. I mean, drunk idiots get in your face, they deserve a punch in the head. Well, at first I was in Clarko's defence and I thought the guy deserved it, but when I heard it was a Geelong supporter, I really felt sorry for the guy because, I mean, he had been through enough watching his poor team get belted by the Hawks in round one. He didn't need to go and get belted himself by one of the Hawks coaching staff, so I really felt for the guy. Oh, well, okay, let's suspend Clarks and then let's well, do if, it. Well, um, if it wasn't Marto, um, Belton, Clarko, were you in Alden Street any time this week, Marto? Uh, yeah, the Port supporters been busy this week. For those who don't know, North turned up um, after Port rolled him. Some Port supporters got caught on security footage taking a dump in the North Melbourne goal square at Arden Street. Apparently North weren't happy. <laughs> uh, yeah, they've got Patriot full forward. They, they used to having shit down there. <laughs> <laughs> 
that's a bit of a way to go. I mean, you've got to have a fair bit of intent if you're going to leave Etihad Stadium and get to Arden Street. It's not a short walk, but so they must have been holding on to it, and then they could have took the train, man, just like you teach. They had a real intent to go and shit on Arden Street. You've got to admire their dedication, I guess. So, um, Marto, why'd you shit on North? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I thought you'd be too happy about the crows losing, but no, you had to go down Arden Street and do a shit, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> Take a massive dump down there. <laughs> that was the icing on the cake of that weekend. <laughs> What did you wipe your ass with? Is the, the grass is pretty short down there. I haven't got any toilet paper down north. Yeah, the shower curtain. <laughs> you would have been, been dragging your ass along the ground like a dog with an itchy arsehole. How else do you think they marked the ground down at Arden Street? <laughs> <laughs> Paint's too expensive, man. Well, I haven't found out where Amstaff was on Sunday yet, so... Oh, he would have been there, for sure. He, he, he would have been... He, he, he would have totally filled up the Arden Street if he did it, man. Oh, but let's just put it this way. Someone's taking a shit at Arden Street. What are the odds they post on Big Footy? Ooh, probably uh, 80%. Yeah, and on the day, probably big most likely. I, so. I reckon the Geelong um, supporter is uh, on Big Footy as well, man. Yeah, let's put a call out. Well, we want to hear from particularly that <laughs> We want to know who that is. Otherwise, we're going to start speculating. Maybe it's maybe it's Dan's mystery ranger. <laughs> well, if it was Dan's ranger, then he, if he had the squirts, it'd be all pink, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Dan's mystery ranger, and I guess this ties into Clarko a little bit as well, but did anyone happen to catch a footage of the ranger going after Chris Judd today in Lightning Oh, Street? what? Yeah. yeah. What a fucking psycho. Now, um, Essendon flog, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah. Which, which, which crazy Essendon supporter is it? It can't be Fog Dog because he wasn't fat enough. Aaron. <laughs> it can't be Aaron because he wasn't rapey enough. <laughs> Couldn't have been Aaron because he wasn't wielding a used butt plug. It wasn't Thomas. It wasn't Thomas. He wasn't convicted enough. <laughs> Did he have a bad hit? It didn't look like Bombers. Maybe um, it was Zaka. I'm thinking it was Red Sash. Yeah, it could be Red Sash, yeah. Either way, he looked like he drank some dodgy Kool-Aid by the way he was talking. Apparently through a chair. <laughs> There was, there, was uh, clearly Cerberus. there was a good suggestion on Talking Footy tonight that um, you get two fits, they team up and they go, righto, you film it and I'll go and make trouble and you film it all and we don't know each other and then you go and sell it to a TV station. Well, this guy looked like legit crazy. Yeah, the other guy was... yeah it probably could have been. Yeah. Like, this is just like footage on a bus of someone losing their shit. Right. You know, it's a like drunk bogans on Brisbane buses racially using them. Yes. Correct. Just like that. And I think the person who filmed this was a bystander, whereas the port one was clearly was set up. staged. They were involved in trying to wind up Clarko and they got the angry midget response. Yeah, yeah so Juddy um, held restraint. There was no chicken wing, no yep. no, no poking the he, eyes. He did no. a run or he didn't even finish his lunch. He just got out of there. That's how soft Carlton are now that Judd's no longer sticking fingers in eyes. He's actually running away. This is Mark Murphy leadership right there. But I know all seriousness, he di- I mean, he did what Clarko should have done and walked away. Yeah, yeah you're did. right. Clarko shouldn't have hit the guy. The guy probably deserved it. But Clarko was, what, a few metres from the hotel door, apparently. I would have bashed the cunt. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, you know, if I was in that situation, I probably would have got it a bit swingy as well. But it's very easy to say, you know, because he would have been in a filthy mood. But why the fuck didn't he take the team bus back? If you're going to walk back across past the over... Someone pissed on the steering wheel, man. Who'll have to walk home then, you cunt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
someone pissed on the steering wheel. But seriously, though, I mean, walking I, I, through there after a loss, you're just guaranteed what, that some dickhead's going to come up to you and harass you. So what, what well, the, the mail I have was that he wanted to sort of walk home separate from the team so that he could kind of cool down and compose himself after that the worked, loss. Didn't it? Well, <laughs> you know, it's better than him fucking getting melty at some random cunt than him fucking hitting one of his, um, you know, players. Oh, come on, he only hits AFL players when they're not looking. Yeah, but I mean, it would have been easy to go up behind, say, Jordan Lewis on the bus and say, hey, Jordan, you were shit tonight, whack, you know, and, and we would see on, on Thursday night, you know, omissions out, Jordan Lewis, you know, whacked in the face by the coach, you know, we didn't want that, so better some fucking random who probably, you know, deserves it than, say, one of our gun players. All right, I think that's probably a good note to move on from, apart from the fact that Port, well, despite the iffy start are now 2-2, and this was the tough start of the season, if they win the showdown next week, they're 3-2, and, and reason to be puffy. I remember you guys all writing them off the last vlogcast I was on. Yes, we did. That was probably Teach. Didn't know, well, mate. Like they were going to come back, I mean, they're too good a side. They just had a bad start. Just That's quickly cool. on that, round of upsets, this was a terrible round for tipping, was it not? Oh, I got seven. Stick it. Yeah, doesn't that just sum it up? <laughs> it did not, you filthy liar, Chief. It says it all that the worst tipper on the vlogcast got seven. It says it all that the worst round of the year for tipping and Teach has his best round of the season. That's how far off you've been with all your... Oh, yeah, yeah. Somehow you managed you to get just it right. Wait. You, you just wait. It. I just write a form line and then I work it out. You're all going to be just going to be eating my fucking dust in a month. Form line. You should make your own power ranking. I was going to say, um, I'm, I'm channeling Robbie then. Is Robbie in your five-man tipping comp? <laughs> no, because Robbie always wins. He wins all the beans, man. Counts beans in asylum. One, two. Let's move on to the Anzac Day game. And, well, it was really a coming out party for Bay 13's very own hero, Paul Seedsman. What happened there? Just lost me goo. <laughs> oh, I thought, oh, okay, short. So, I'm Jack, in were you short. at Arden Street this week? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Jack. Gives you a rundown of the game. This is what happens when you get gooey. you got to back up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, just seeds me. He was impressive. He gained about 800 metres when most of the Essendon players Wait. were playing like crap. So he's do you reckon the that he deserved the... Do you reckon he deserved... He's the anti-Rockliffe. Yes. <laughs> do you reckon yeah. he deserved the medal? Or, of course um, he did. Elliot was pretty good. Yes, he did show up. Like, I thought Pendlebury and Frost were very good for Collingwood as well, but Seedsman so probably he, four quarters. is he the, the next McGough? No, because McGough was not a superstar. Yeah, true. All right, this is, this is the part where we say bye to Ant. Impunity. <laughs> <laughs> but no, he was actually very good. Like, he's running off halfback and they didn't man him up. Like, that was the funniest thing. They pointed it out on the coverage that, like, I thought Collier had a bad game just not getting enough of the ball on his own. They pointed it out the next day that Collier was actually his opponent. So not only did he hardly touch it, but he actually let his opponent run off into 30 disposals and 800 metres. 14 entries. Yeah, Essendon fucked around with the ball, playing dry weather football in the wet, which a lot uh, of teams do. Except for Grandpa Fletcher. He, he did it well. Did the old torpy from outside. It wasn't yeah. a torpy. Actually, it was a drop punt. It was a drop oh, was punt, it? but it went, it went a long way. It went about a good 60, 65 metres. Like, he just wound up. So how can a man that old be able to get the hamstrings working that hard to kick it like that? <laughs> Gee... Oh, maybe it's a bit of yoga, you know? The explanation is just unknown. Yeah, it's just, you know, it's we... just it's, it's wow. I mean, drugs. <coughs> Sorry. All the records sort of detailing how yes. that happened have been lost, unfortunately. Yeah, how they managed him, it's, no one quite knows because they forgot to write it down. Maybe he's heading down to a rub and tug a couple of times a week. That's your answer <laughs> to everything, isn't it? Well, who are you, Mr. Aaron? Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine if Mr. Aaron was in charge of conditioning at Essendon? It was all, go get a rub and tug, <laughs> get a butt. <laughs> 
and you know, if she accepts tips, she likes you for, as a friend. That's why her needed erection injections because the rub and tugs weren't doing anything. Anyway, Essendon weren't very good and they overused the ball, but Collingwood were direct. They were all right, despite the fact that Jesse White was shit and Cloak only gave him two goals. They still found enough avenues. So I'm going to go all gay mainboard on you and say, where are Collingwood at? Collingwood are probably right where they were last year, which is good for them considering that most people expected them to go backwards. But I reckon middle of the table. I still reckon they're at what at where I suggested they're going to be. Kind of mediocre in the middle, kind of Richmondish. I'm thinking they're not bottom six, but they're not top six. They're just in that middle six. Yeah, I, I would sort of say. 7 to 10 because I mean there's a lot of Same. teams that they're better than but obviously they're not quite in that top echelon with teams like Hawthorne <laughs> well actually they're ahead of you on the ladder at 3 wins 1 loss while you're yeah, seven, 2 but, and 2 but they've um, they beat Essendon they've uh, played shit teams like uh, St Kilda did Hawthorne beat Essendon uh They've also had uh, the opportunity to beat up on shit teams like St Kilda and Brisbane, whereas we've had to play really good teams like the Bulldogs, who would be undefeated if they hadn't run into us. I got nothing. <laughs> you still couldn't beat Essendon in round two when they had less legs. Yeah, but that was because um, Frawley got injured. We've already given the moral win to, Hawks, oh, Hawks, to the Hawks on this one. Frawley getting injured is the best thing that's happened to Melbourne. He's such an overrated spot. Anyway, do we have anything else on Collingwood Essendon? Well, I mean, you, you mentioned um, Cloak, Cloak and White um, having a bit of a stinker, but it wasn't really a day for key forwards. I mean, Jake Carlisle was beyond terrible. Oh, he he, he missed one from about 10 metres out directly in front. Um, just uh, capped off a miserable day no, for the, him. The, but the wasn't really Car- a Seriously, good day the best him. thing about Carlisle's weekend, he was tweeting about the Bulldogs win. He's coming our way. <laughs> you sound like a North supporter. I'm, I'm going all David Swallow on you. <laughs> How about now? Let's move on to the game that was at 4.40 on the Sunday. Oh, hang on, hang on. Let's backtrack just a little bit here, Fifey. What about um, the Tigers in Melbourne? Well, we're going to come to the Dogs game before that, but okay. Which one do we want to do first? Well, I'd like to talk about Tigers in Melbourne, wouldn't you? Uh, you don't know, yeah. Jack? Yeah. Fifey, okay. did you go to the game? Yes, and I sat amongst the Melbourne MCC contingent, and weren't they just a wonderful bunch? So um, how many of them knew the players' Knowledgeable names? bunch, too. No. Well, they knew who Jack Watts was enough to give him Bronx <laughs> cheers, which was highly amusing, but other than that, it was mostly generic go Melbourne and... But they must have liked that big number one kid. I like the look of him. Yeah. Not... Oh, they knew who Heredia was. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that's another one. They but they called him Harry. O'Brien. Just to wind him up. No, just in that vein, they can't call him Heretia. It's too exotic. He's Harry. So first of all, um, Jack. Heretia sounds like one of yeah. their cleaners or something, doesn't give it? Give us a... <laughs> who was your best player and who was your worst player? And we know who they are, so nail them on the head. But what do you think, um, Matrox? The best player could be open to interpretation. Hogan, Jones... I- and who was the worst one? Because he was the worst oh, player on the ground. Oh, do I have to say it? Yes, you do. Oh, we want it. We want Neville, it. Neville Jessel, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, he went off the no. half time with concussion. He was still better than Watts. Oh. What's he kicked what the goal, didn't he? Yeah, because he fell over after taking a mark. <laughs> Got a 50 metres for it because Dustin had a brain fart. What about Garlett? He played really well. Oh, Jeffy was fucking awesome. Thanks, Carlton. <laughs> Another ex-Carlton forward kicking more goals than Carlton. That's okay. They got Liam Jones. <laughs> Um, what else What else we got on that game? Look, it was disappointing, and I mentioned Essendon playing dry weather football. You know, we were bad, but it was two points at halftime, and then after halftime, Melbourne played to the conditions, and Richmond really didn't, and it was Melbourne kicked it long and let it go over the back and let it skid on, and they ran onto it, and not enough teams do that in the AFL, and it was really frustrating when you're supposed to. And you know, the best thing about that loss is it's starting to click on the Richmond board, because I was posting after the Dogs game, like, our list is so much better than theirs. I mean, we've got Grigg, 
We got some other mediocre hack. I don't know. I mean, look, who the fuck were you? Who says that the, the Griggs? Are oh, you read the fucking Richmond board. I mean, they're all wanking. They're all it. wanking over. You know, we didn't turn up, and the, a shit team like the Bulldogs won. And now we're, they're like going, oh, and now Melbourne's beating us. Maybe our list isn't that good. <laughs> we're going to win the premiership. We've got Sean Hampson. But, but really, I mean, are you you understand Fife? You, you've got a couple of good players, like in you know Bent Cockchin and Dust. And rewalt, but you've got all these recycled hacks. It didn't get you nowhere. I'm actually pretty happy with the shape of our list, to be honest. But I'm not happy wow. with. I wouldn't because, be. I know. Oh I'm happy with the. I'm happy with the shape of the list. There are a few hacks that Hardwick picks because they're his favourites, and that shit's. To be fair, most of uh, Richmond's players are in better shape than say Tom Hawkins and the rest of Geelong's list. Oh, get fuck you! Dude. Anyway, you got anyway, you got right said Fred up the back there in rants. We, we, <laughs> yeah. But no, he got cleaned out by Hogan first time all year. Apparently, he hadn't lost a one-on-one, and oh. Hogan won the very first one of the night. Hogan looks like a beast. He's everything. Jack he looks Watson. great. No, he's a gun. And we said this last week, but apparently, he wants to go back to Fremantle. He's the future. Fuck Jack. No, like I'm generally not concerned with the list. Like the nucleus of it is good, but Cockchin plays like but a you, crab sometimes, and he lacks the leadership. Need... And Hardwick either doesn't have a proper game plan or a plan B, or he doesn't have the personality to enforce it the same way that you know the dogs run hard back and they play hard. For example, coming through. Whereas Richmond, when it doesn't click, they all go to. Well, if you've got a, if you've got a nucleus of a good list, then you need to start playing the kids because the hacks you're putting out there just aren't up to it. Rob, well, I absolutely agree with well, that. That's like Steve Morris shouldn't be playing games. Shane. Shane Shane Edwards was your best player on Friday night. What does that say yeah, about the rest a, of your list? He had a good game. No, he's he's come a long way. He had a good game. Like he's absolutely best twenty-two. I've no problems with the way he plays football. He reads it well off the pack and everything like he's that. He's best twenty-two probably. But if he's your best sort of week in week out, then what does that say about yeah, the, the pr- rest of your well, team? Yeah, Taylor Hunt hasn't played a good game since round one, for example. But, but, but also, you good players need to step up. But I mean, one Bonton Pally possession is like twenty bent Cochin possessions. Well, at the moment it is. Cochin play direct against Brisbane and then against Melbourne and the Bulldogs, where you know they're not witches hats. He starts playing that sideways shit again. It's, I don't know because he, he's got the talent. He, yeah, yeah he, he had the talent, and then he started getting tags, and he started picking up soft possessions that didn't damage anyone. Very Rockliffe-esque. Sometimes he's Paul Seedsman some weeks, and other weeks he's Tom Rockliffe. And this week he was Tom. Maybe Rockliffe. he can only ski downhill. Well, he didn't used to. No, that's Delidio, man. He <laughs> Um, He's the ultimate fucking downhill skier. I mean, come on. No, what about, um, <laughs> fucking... What about Sean Higgins? Uh, I reckon Higgins could go harder at the ball than Lydia. And also, want to say that Jack Watts is a past now and Hogan is the future. Yeah, you got to send him straight back to the vehicle. Yeah, no, fucking off. Bring in Big Gorn. Big Maxi. We need Big Maxi. The beard just inspires fear. But one other thing we should mention is that after we appealed for it last week, we wondered where he was. The KFC boy made a reappearance. So someone out there is listening. Oh, it was a night for capturing the freak circus. Dan did a really good pick where he caught KFC boy. He was trying to be there incognito in a hoodie, but he was captured. And there were a bunch of people around him who've become the new crowd of KFC boy. And Dan actually photoshopped in um, Aldi. And then there was that fat shit that got his shirt off. He had such a roof over the tool shed. He's enormous. And then there was that mad nana who was holding up a rewall jumper, number eight, screaming her guts out. And then there was Nacha Libre. Come on, it's 9 o'clock, man. 9 o'clock. <laughs>
<laughs> yes, that did supply enough ammunition, hopefully, for that thread to take it through for a whole nother year. But, yeah, do we want to quickly on the Basher Hawley thing? Um, so some unknown radio guy, what was his name? Yeah. John... John Burns. Burns said... I listen to them every morning, you can't. Well... <laughs> Spot the old guy. He's actually quite a nice guy. But Except when see... he's a racist. Well, he was clearly <laughs> lying about saying it. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot. It's like James Heard not remembering all kinds of shit. In his... Yeah, I could see him with a glass of wine in his hand and then cracking a stupid joke and he gets caught out. But all of a sudden he's like, oh, I don't know what I said. My first thought when I heard that prominent media figure was that it was Andrew Bolt. But this Andrew whole thing has been... more smarter with his race. Racism, isn't <laughs> I've got a theory, right? I've got I've got a theory that this whole thing's been blown out of proportion because before Hawley joined the Tamil Tigers, I mean um, Richmond Tigers, he used to play for the Bombers, right? And so maybe oh. he was just making a comment like Bombers and Hawley in the same sentence. You know, Hawley wasn't that good when he was at the Bombers, and maybe someone hearing him took it out of context and assumed that to be a racial profiling. That thing. sounds like Alistair Clarkson's defense. Is it, no, no, it makes perfect sense because the word bomber sounds just like the word terrorist. Yeah, no, but people naturally sort of equate those two words with each other. So maybe the guy so assumed he was... Yes, yes, yes they are. James Heard is a terrorist, but maybe if someone... I reckon he did say it. Someone heard him call no, Hawley a bomber. His reaction, if he said bomber, he'd own up to that. But he said it, and he knows it, and he brushed over it, and he's very yeah. lucky that he, people haven't gone harder at him, considering what happened with the girl who, with the good. Oh, it was comment. interesting that um, SBS um, commentator had a crack about the Anzacs, and he he lost his job, and yet this guy can say something like this, and it's all brushed away. It helps when you don't work for a government-funded um, media outlet. Still, yeah, well, that's like um, you remember the standards, man. You remember the chaser? The chaser went down to Melbourne Airport. They bought tickets to a yep. flight, and um, they didn't turn up to the flight. And so they were calling them at the gate going... Paging Al-Qaeda and Terry Wrist. Yes, Al-Qaeda and Terry Wrist to get on on the flight. So, I mean, I don't write too much. I don't think it's that overly offensive. If he did say it, he should say sorry. Yeah, but the thing is, not not, not a good analogy there, Teach, because they were taking the piss out of a terrorist organisation, whereas... You're still still equating Muslim equal terrorists there, Teach. That's not necessarily true. I mean, you got the IRA. I mean, they're not Allah Akbar's. The apology he gave was very James Heard taking full responsibility. But we will move on from all that to well, the other main game from the weekend was well, the dogs are impressive. They're three and one. They've given a reality check to the crows, as Mardo said. And you know, it matters what you do in Melbourne, according to Phil Walsh. And the crows got smacked. Well, it does matter what you do in Melbourne because we now have footage of him tweaking his nipples. I mean, we would have known about that if he's in Adelaide. Um, I almost saw that coming. I, I, you know, I hovered the, the, the mouse. I'm thinking, oh, the crows, they can really fire it up. But I went, no, oh, no, the crows look better. What and, I did uh, like about that, being at the game, yeah, Ant did go to the game. The whole game, Thompson was just trying to snipe Bontepelli the whole game. He did bugger all and just Bonte just destroyed him. Loved it. That's my bit of goo for the night. <laughs> that, oh, and I should mention Stringer as well. What a fucking gun. Six goals, two, and he missed two sitters. Stringer reminds me 
of Pavlich. He's a good size, and you could play him anywhere you wanted to, just about. When are you going to get your money worth out of Boyd? Yeah, but have you actually seen our games? Um, yes, Boyd, I have. Boyd has made our structure look so much better, because one thing he does, which I wish um, Ace Cordy would do, is he crashes packs, he puts his arms up in the air and tries to mark the ball at the elevation, so if he's not catching the ball, he's knocking the ball down. Half of so his figures... Well, he's still on his rookie contract, so right now, we're paying him fuck all to basically give a structure, knock the ball down to guys like Stringer. We're still paying Ryan Griffin, though. We're still paying 95% of our salary cap this year, so it's not a big deal. But um, he's given a structure, and when he's not marking the ball, he's actually bringing the ball to the ground. And our mid-sized forwards like Stringer and Kramari are actually cleaning up right now, and Dixon as well. And the other thing about Cordy is that, yeah, you dropped Will Minson for Cordy, and you still oh, that was. I mean, we were trawling about it on the Bulldogs, Ball, we had a running joke all, all week that um you know you know Ace Cordy is you know is now a new Messiah it's the Ace Apocalypse and all that type of stuff thinking but we're, we're certainly thinking what the fuck is going on but Beverage is oh, the man and Cordy kicked the first goal of the game and it was all on from there but he didn't do a whole lot after that did he he pretty much got smashed in the the hitouts but he was better around the ground than Jacobs. Mardo, do you want to tell us anything about the Crows? <laughs> it was an embarrassing performance. This <laughs> is the glee in his voice. He got smashed, <laughs> contested possessions and tackles. Uh, Dangerfield flogged it up. He had an easy set shot on goal that he missed. Obviously, his mind was on the Geelong game that was going on, had been going on. Kyle Hardigan was laughable. I want to see him play on Ryder this week. Taylor Walker did fuck all. Uh, he's supposed to be a captain. Eddie Betts flogged it up, uh, kicked three junk time goals. Yeah, he was big in junk time. He put the skis on and... Got a bit selfish in junk time too, didn't he? Yeah, he oh, had a couple of shots. Stepping over his shoulder all the time. Camry Grove front runners, they melted on their team board. It was fantastic. What, right, the what best thing was, was um, I, got off, I got off the train, got home, and went, right, I'm going to troll on Bay 13. And Marta already had the thread going. Complete <laughs> <laughs> outsource. Uh, <laughs> I think I already had the thread up by the third quarter. <laughs> <laughs> Which was about the time the Bulldogs took the foot off the pedal too, because they had him on toast at three-quarter time, and, you know, junk time Eddie and the Crows managed to make the margin not look so shit. We also missed a few um, shots on goal. Easily gettable ones. Stringer missed a couple of sitters and so did Jared Grant. So, yeah. Dominated anyway. Jared Grant as well. Oh, oh Jared Grant stuck, uh, took a speck and stuck his knee into... I think it was Talia's <laughs> back. That was great. Little spindle shanks, all fucking five kilos of him knocks the guy down. <laughs> I mean, just going into this game, this was sort of the game though, where you think, yeah, Adelaide will probably win on exposed form, but I could see the dogs getting up in an upset by a couple of goals. But they absolutely came out and just demolished the Crows. So it was just the margin of the win that was sort of surprising for me. And I have to ask Mardo, you know, what result were you happy with the, the power getting up or the crows losing what what crows gave you the most joy much. why don't you just have both dot jpeg <laughs> no but it, but if you had to, if you had to pick one you know if you have to pick you know between a power win and a crows loss for this week which would you have picked uh i'd probably have to go with a um i'd be happier with the port win i did have a bet on the line with gaia so he said well i'll have his second avatar for five weeks when he finally uh, completes the Essendon bet that he lost that, that guy's never going to get his avatar back this year. <laughs> he, he's no Waverly, though, man. Now, now, we haven't spoken about the Fremantle-Sydney uh, game. Do we need to talk about that? Did uh, you, no. You, you no. Had a, 74 points, I don't think so. You well, had yeah, a take I, on I, that, I don't teach Two words, Nat 5, move on. Okay, that's it. Yeah, and, and fuck it off, is. Jose, if you're listening. 
Yeah. <laughs> if Fife keeps this up, he'll be the next Bontempelli. That's all I'm going to say. He's dominant. <laughs> oh, he's gone, he? The Colas were ordinary, and yeah, not much else to say. It was low scoring, and the Colas did the junk time thing, and Ross Lyon takes him to 4-0, and they might go to another runners-up grand final. Hey. Let's move on to, well, the bandwagon rolled through Geelong significantly. Like, they just steamrolled the concerning cats. How did Kanye Turner go? No idea, but the cabbie basher had a good game, DeMont. Just to encapsulate it in a very uh, short minute, what was evident is that the Geelong midfield now, with everyone retiring, we've got a bunch of skinny kids in there. We've got a bunch of shit ones too. We've got a bunch of skinny kids in our midfield and we've demolished Adelaide. Where's your excuse? You're still picking Murdoch. You're still picking... You're still picking Reece Stanley. You're still picking... (laughs) Billy Billy fucking Smets. Yeah, but he was getting a game when he was eligible, so that's a problem. Yes, that's true. Well, um, I mean, got a few both, others as well. Both, we both played an exact style of gameplay where we're trying to run it hard through the middle of the ground through handball, and our, our kids, because they're, they're skinny, they, they were getting nailed by the bigger North Melbourne players and turning it over. And then when North Melbourne had it, they were just busting our tackles and moving through. And our delivery into the forward line was pretty shit. I thought that we would get beaten by 10 goals. But um, our effort was here. I've got to say... Oh, Stevie J kicked some junk time goals coming on as a sub. No, no, the game was still in the balance yeah. then. There's only like three or four points in it when he when he's, he's kicking his goal. It, it, it got busted open in the last 10 minutes when um, what, what North did, they, they played a massively defensive game where they set up a zone. We kicked shit to our forward line. And then they, they just ran it out and ran it through the middle of the goal and they... Got no pace. Well, I mean, North are a good side. I mean, I, I, ex- I expected them to win by a lot, but... Yeah, you know, they, we, they... we know you think North are a good side. You've only been fucking saying they're going to win the flag for 18 months. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll see where we are in a month, okay? Can't. So who are you going for, Teach? Oh, I'm going for the Cats. I want to see an upset. <laughs> You know, but um, I never expected to win. You know, we're bottom three this year. Easy. Oh, you're not bottom three. <laughs> bottom, the bottom three bottom is three. Richmond, you know, Brisbane Lions, Carlton. Gold ah, Coast. No. Gold Coast. Uh, Gold Coast going to turn it around. They've got something those other three teams don't have, which, which is talent. No, nah, they won't like it when it gets cold, Gold Coast. Okay, so no, Gold go, Coast, go, Brisbane, go. Geelong. You were at the game, Teach? No. Yeah, who the fuck would go to Geelong? It doesn't matter, because you would have heard it through the TV. How's that Bobcat sound every time Geelong? Oh, that fucking it? shits me. <laughs> because I used, to, I used to hang shit. The first team that did that was Gold Coast. I used to play every time they kicked a goal. I went theme song. I went da 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 da, and I went, "What a fucking wank is that?" <laughs> I thought, you know, I'll hang shit on them on the on the on, on Bay Thirteen, and then some other team did it. I think the Lions did it, and then I'm like, "Oh, who are these wankers?" You know, we kick goals all the time. Next thing you know, is this fucking bobcat coming out of the hole. And I'm like, you fucking wankers. I can't stand it. So did they play that bullshit after Hawkins kicked his goal? Because that just would have been completely inappropriate. They did, yes. Of course they did. I just ruined the moment. You have this emotional moment and you have that bullshit going. After he did his um, tribute to his mum and uh, and everyone came up and then gave him a cuddle and everyone's running back to the middle of the ground. Then they play that. That's like... Like, fucking stop that shit. Your match day entertainment or whatever is as concerning as your youth. Yeah, Mato might be able to fill us in from maybe if he's been to a showdown recently, but didn't Adelaide kick that off with, like, some sort of crow noise to try and get the 19th man revved up? Yeah, they've got a squawk that uh, Jose Mourinho would be proud of. <laughs> I, I reckon I reckon so, I saw that squawk at uh, the game on Sunday. It was his middle-aged crow supporter. <laughs> 
man. They also have the the fake crowd effects coming over the speakers as well. What? Trying Seriously? to get the next thing you're gonna be telling us they have bait covers. <laughs> <laughs> No, but they actually try to pass it off. Like You hear it on the TV, and it actually sounds like the crowd is getting excited, but it's actually crowd noise coming through the speakers. I was going to say, they're pretty quiet Eddie had on Sunday, mate. Let's move on to the Giants' Suns. Giants have officially gone past the Suns, I reckon. Uh, yes, widely regarded as true. Well, the only good thing about that game was um, Cameron's attempt at the soccer style over the back of his head goal. Oh, yeah, he was trying to that. be Ronaldo. That looked bloody good. But um, other it than did. that, yeah. But he fucked it up. We're well, running low. Let's well, no, 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 because we do have something out of that game, because on the North board, the infamous David Swallow to North thread's been bumped. You're kidding. No. <laughs> you have to link me to that. I'm lurk-liking that motherfucker. And there are some gems in here. My favourite one so far is I'd give Gold Coast Turner for Swallow. Same output. And for those who don't know, that is Kanye. Kanye's as good as David Swallow. That would but... give away Kanye for Swallow. Mm. You sure this yeah. is not a Gav Urquhart Pendlebury style? post again? No, because Kanye is apparently the second coming of Jesus, like the other Kanye. You sure it's not an alias? No, no, no. This, this is a legit North poster, and the, yeah, they think David Swallow's coming back. That's just the gift that keeps on. Coming back, though? But he it was never there. Oh, that's no. true. Yeah. There's another one there who reckons they accept black for him. <laughs> black and a first rounder. Black and a first rounder. I'd, I'd take the first rounder. They could keep black. He's the guy who got replaced by Jared Waite. Yeah. But do we have anything else on your yeah, Gold Coast? Maybe just you know, Rodney had a bit of talent in his team at the Bulldogs cause, or he's just he's just in it for the paycheck a la Ma- Malcolm Blight. Oh, yeah, I reckon yeah. he's past it. I reckon, yeah, like, and like um, Malthouse, I reckon you try and pick up these old coaches... Yeah, doesn't work. Guy McKenna would be loving this, though. I mean, he's sitting there at home probably thinking, I took this fucking list within, like, one game of the finals, and that was with Gary Ablett missing half the season. He'd be just sort of sitting at home loving this and thinking, Yeah, He'd be be a bit like Matthew Knight. I was going to say, he can join the Matthew Knight's fan club and be all bitter not having a senior coach role. (laughs) We'll quickly cover the only two games we haven't discussed. Carlton actually got a win, and we're not even going to talk about it because, yeah. I I did did like how um, it took the Bulldogs, I reckon, about five or six years years to get Liam Jones to kick straight and it took what four games to him to be back to missing goals from straight in front I love it the funniest part of this game was how Mark Murphy and this is just how bad his season was up until this point was actually offered tickets to the game by a promo girl because you know he's been in yeah, yeah that was year. funny that's so, serious yeah, yeah, that's yeah serious he was offered tickets by a promo girl to the game and he's playing he's actually the Carlton captain but he's been MIA first three rounds so you could be forgiven for forgetting it or perhaps it's the Kiwis don't what, really know then what happened he pulled out his pink donut and she went oh sorry Mark <laughs> <laughs> he actually he actually apparently had a good game I didn't watch all of this but Carlton yeah Carlton got a win St Kilda you know St Kilda still haven't won a game in New Zealand <laughs> that's such a waste of time though I mean the they Kiwis really the shit shit. games and they still can't get a win but the Kiwis all they care about is you know rugby basically and occasionally um, cricket when their team plays half decent and sheep well, that goes without saying. You wouldn't want to send Ben Brown down there. It's probably eventually the only other place they can look to expand, so they're testing the waters, I guess. Maybe to gather more interest in the uh, Kiwi market, it's... we should get uh, Aaron to be the mascot at the next game and bring a few sheep out onto the ground and um, see what happens. Actually, that makes sense, though, because um, wool's not flammable, so... Anyway, the other game was West Coast skied all over Brisbane, as they... I'm guessing Kennedy must have done well, then. Uh, probably. I actually didn't watch much of this game at all, but they beat them comfortably, and... Aish 
appears to be tanking his trade value. Had another stinker got subbed off for reasons. You mean a sheesh? Yeah, sheesh, yes. And I think Tom Cutler's the new Rockcliffe. Who, who's Tom Cutler? <laughs> Is he ineffective? I don't know. Yeah. Does he play for Brisbane? Yeah. Oh, fuck, they got two of them. So that's why Rockcliffe went shit. Because he had another one, shit, shit one drawing down. Anyway, let's quickly go through the talking points and we'll, we'll go for some short answers on some of these. Um, Nick Maxwell, because of all the injuries, has thrown up the idea of a year-round trade period. I like it. As long as it's not trading from established teams. I think that's what he's saying, yeah. I mean, fair enough, um, you know, taken from the minor leagues like the, you know, the third-rate SNFL or the second-rate VFL or... <laughs> The third like tier what to do. Yeah, but I don't know. Could you support a player you know is going to be playing for someone else next week? No, I mean, not really. No. I mean, I know, I know. You'd be cheering Greek playing back at Carlton or something, but <laughs> <laughs> no, I agree. That there would be some interesting troll aspects to that. Yeah, but. No, it, it does defeat the purpose of list building a little bit, doesn't it? Yeah. Imagine, you know, yeah. going to the game and going, we traded for Reese fucking Stanley. <laughs> you played fucking well, you prick. What about the Gold Coast fans going 0-4 and four and fucking David Swallow's fucked off to North? like, And they've got Aaron Black to cheer. <laughs> yeah, if you could take him from another league, yeah. yeah. Let's say for Carlton, like, let's say Liam Jones goes down with a serious injury. They've got absolutely no key forwards running around for them. So if they pick up, like, a Mitch Brown or someone... I don't think he's with Essendon anymore because the top-up players thing, like a, a Mitch Brown, the guy who was on Essendon as the top-up player from the VFL, or Mitch Thorpe or someone who's just kicking around otherwise in a second-tier league, you know, if that's nothing wrong with that. So I don't mind recruiting from the lower leagues other than that you're, you know, you're thinning their gene pool as well, I mean. Yeah, that's true. And then what about your salary cap? I mean, how does that get affected? I guess you take them all on rookie base. But still, you'd have a salary cap, though, so you'd have to have... Oh, yeah, but that'd all be on sweet fuck all, you know what I mean? Like, they wouldn't hit your cap hard unless you took five of them. I'm not not a fan of the idea. I mean, I reckon the um, good list management is an art form, so some teams do it better than others. And no matter which way you spin it, Melbourne will find some way to fuck it up. I mean, it doesn't... (laughs) Carlton will. Yeah, I mean... They'll pick too many Ruckman and no key forwards. Or Brisbane, all midfielders. All right, move on. The other one, Paul Roos doesn't like the sub rule. Does um, anyone like the sub rule? Well, actually, Luke Rich has mentioned it as well. He said he basically feels for the player who is the sub. He basically, it's a real stigma to the, for the players. They don't really want to be the sub. Yeah, well, we know what Goods thinks of it. Now, Stevie J looked a bit sulky too. I mean, apparently Adam Cooney was a bit sooky when he was sub with us last year as well. But really, it's a stupid rule. I mean, there was no real evidence. But he left for spongy turf, man. Well, that and he got guaranteed 22 games. But um, oh, It's all spongy turf and Messiah. Yeah, and Kool-Aid on the knee. But I think that we all agree that... None of, none of us like it we want it out I'm pretty sure it will be out pretty soon it's fucked with um, team balance it means you know the second ruck is not getting a game I mean it's uh, yeah but second ruck's not getting a game you just need a paddy rider you just need to recruit properly this is why you need a full season trade period yeah, but paddy rider has sputtered it up a bit he hasn't been that good man he was alright this week alright this week he had his breakout game with Lobie there he had his breakout game against no fucking defence because they were all injured oh, 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 hey guess what this probably means Klangermakers is going to come in he, he um, will be in next week <laughs> yes so uh, it'll be Jared Waite versus Klangermakers that'll yeah, it doesn't matter who 
It doesn't matter who wins the fucking game on Sunday, the Bay will win. I was going to say, it's potentially the, the best will... matchup ever. <laughs> Wait will kick 12 and simultaneously troll the Hawk fans and the North fans by delivering potential that he'll never offer up again. Brett 33 is going to milk all over it as well. Questions, and Anus Cat wants to know, is Jeremy Howe worth 650k? And we kind of brushed on this before. Well, no. then again, I'd, if Hawthorne can spend that much money on Frawley, I don't know. You want to go and <laughs> jump and do fuck all? He's not. Not at Melbourne, not anywhere. Someone might be dumb enough to put the money up, but um, nah, no, I don't. Uh, I mean, four, maybe around four hundred, but not six fifty. But four hundred. Uh, uh, I mean, Eddie Betts is on five hundred k. I mean, that's. Um, but yeah, I think as a forward, he goes missing too often, and then just not accountable as a defender. And so it's I mean, worth I think, that. Well, if no. he's going to get that much money, then Melbourne going to get another decent pick out of it. So I think as a Melbourne spot, you'd be laughing about that, mate. Yeah, I'd love to get a high pick for him. All right, we'll move on to the next question. Where's Richmond at? This is from Teacher's Friend, Red Mist, and we'll try and have quick answers. And why do they have Mexican luchador supporters? <laughs> because the R- Richmond cheer squad has always been a fucking circus. <laughs> Where are they at? Oh, they can get better, but... They always do this. They start off crap and then everyone goes, oh, you know, they're burning stuff down at Hunt Road and then and they go and win nine in a row. No, look at it. They're exactly where they're supposed to be. They're ninth again. In a swell of teams at 2-2, which is actually really interesting. It's a really interesting ladder so far. And admittedly, the draws skewed it a bit, but it's a really interesting ladder. Ninth again. Yeah, we're ninth. Again. Again, that's where we're at. And does someone want to ask the last question? What would Starbirds rather talk about this week, Fremantle or Richmond? Oh, that one's from Jose. Fuck off, Jose. Fuck off, Jose. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, fuck off, Jose. <laughs> All right, this week on the Bay, do we have a thread of the week? I enjoyed the Ace Cordy thread by um, some Bulldog supporter. I can't remember his name. Go, you pups. That's right. Yeah. I like the Magic Cards thread, which is like yep. a regurgitation of the, uh, the old Bay 13 cards game. But uh, that, that was funny. I like the I don't always post pictures of James Heard, but when I do thread, I thought that was quite good from Footy Geek. That was good, yes. It's been a few quality threads this week. So do we have any more, or do we want to pick from those three? Obviously, thread of the week would have to be Camry Crows. Can you say reality check? Um, <laughs> no, that was a good thread. I have to yeah, agree. It, it, would, it wouldn't be a Mato appearance without him pumping up his own thread. <laughs> yeah. You know what? You've convinced me. I'm going to vote for um, Camry Crows uh, yeah, reality I'm check. I'm voting for Camry Crows. I'm still mad. I bet my shower curtain thread didn't get, get a bench. <laughs> what were you flogs thinking? You well, don't know what you see it. It's not the thread. Is flog of the week unanimous? Yeah. So yeah. we got a late entrant who's gone, got his bat and ball and gone home. He's, he's got his $900 suit. He's packed it up and gone home. <laughs> Be nice knowing you, Jades. <laughs> Jade, Jade just chucked it in. Jade just quit. He's yep. asked for his count to be cancelled. What a soft cock. <laughs> I'll say it because no one else is. <laughs> Yeah, gonna be without him. I know, um, Marto, you're you're a, you're a big fan of his, but I think no one else is going to miss him. The Terror Squad will be devastated. Burnt Chook's going to have to find some more pods. some more uh, clips to play around with. Yeah, I think if I had to vote every week, I'd probably vote for Brett Thirty Three to be Flog of the Week every week. <laughs> Just his 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 shopping skills are shit. Um, <laughs> if, no, I think he does that on every, purpose. I think he, he does it on purpose. Every thread he goes in, he is atrocious. I know this guy can't be Flog of the Week because he doesn't post on the bay in fact he's actually banned for the bay from the bay for a very good reason he's a team that a bloke who supports the fucking same team as i support procrastinator 35 i've had fucking had it up to here with this guy because he makes all of us look like idiots you do that well enough yourself but i'm trolling right so 
So this guy is a fucking idiot, and I've had to read his fucking shit all week on the Hawthorne board and on the main board. He's been calling for Clarkson to get fucking sacked because apparently Clarkson knows nothing and has a shit game plan. And this is like <laughs> the guy who has single-handedly been one of the greatest ever servants of our club and has led us to three flags, and you're fucking calling for his head on a platter. Fuck off and go support someone else. You can't go and support Richmond with that attitude. I bet you're one of the fucking cunts who voted for us to merge with Melbourne. Fuck off. We don't want you as a supporter. Go fucking jump off the west gate, you pleb. <laughs> wow, we. Meltdown. That was an attack on Pearl Harbor right there. Oh, man, yeah. Who do we want to give it to? Are we going to honor Penal's rant? Oh, fuck it. Procrastinator is. He was one of the types who just bored me into banning him because it was yeah, just inane was, bullshit. It was all goo. It was all goo cutting. Just inane goo cutting. Not even funny like Shep's was. And he was also white knighting Shep and Bosk. And like, mm. he white knighted that when we trolled Bosk with the um, Flog of the Year, didn't we? Or Close to the Year. Yeah, the he, year. Was, he was the one who melted the most. We never seen him before that. Yeah. All right, get. Shoot him in the head. Do it. <laughs> Shoot him in the head. We're not in East Geelong. Can't do that. <laughs> Speaking of shooting in the head, we, we got the answer to where... Well, we don't know where he's been, but last week's poll was where is KFC boy, and 4.3% said he got beaten up by angry Carlton fans. 8.7% said hiding due to his internet fame. 17.4% said he hasn't been seen since he agreed to be Jack Watts' contested football coach. 26.1% said on a boat in East Geelong, and the winner with 43.5% was working import-export at Franco Cozzo's. <laughs> Magale, Magale, Magale. Runzo Gaffert to score. <laughs> Let's go to next week, and it begins on Friday night with yet another Carlton Friday night game. Gee, the AFL are really done well this year with their fixture. Boring. At least Carlton, they're playing Collingwood, and we we expect Carlton to get rolled and Malthouse to, you know, he he chose Collingwood. He could have chosen any club he'd been at, and, you know, St Kilda would have been the obvious one if he wanted to win on his record-breaking game, but he chose Collingwood to stick it up, Eddie, and I think it's going to be a bad night for him. Mark Stevens will be in the press conference waiting. This is one thing the actual, the rugby does better than us, is um, they leave the Friday night game unscheduled, and they pick, which is going to be the match of the round, and put it on Friday. But they do it six weeks out, so this would be determined anyway. Yeah, but six weeks yeah. out, you know Carl not going to get a shot. Yep, yeah. Collingwood for me. Collingwood. Collingwood. <sighs> Collingwood by about 80 points. It won't even be close. All right, you chaps, listen up. I've been on fire with the tips this season, so any of you listeners out there, you should be uh, taking Mardo's tips. Mardo tips Collingwood. Five man tipping comp there, Mardo. No, I think he's actually getting good numbers and, as opposed to just beating people who can't tip. I'm uh, sitting 12th on the Bay 3rd uh, tip footy uh, tipping comp. I really should be higher, but doing all right. So, Jack, what about Jack? Yeah, season by 100. The <laughs> concerning Tigers and the concerning Cats. Uh, it's going to be a shit game no matter what. We haven't beaten them since 2006. They're concerning, but they will smell blood in the water, and I think they roll us. I kind of agree. I think they're going to be hurting from last week, and they're going to, to quote, teach, <laughs> kick you in the fucking head. As bad as Richmond were last week, their exposed form is still better than Geelong, so uh, <laughs> Richmond Richmond will win. Because, I mean, the, the only team that Geelong have beaten are a fucking rabble that is Gold Coast. We've been two um, rabbles as well, just quietly. At least you beat fucking um, Carlton. And who else? Brisbane. Brisbane. Well, you, you thrashed yeah, Brisbane. Dying, that's, that's, you're 
grasping at straws and a reason to pick against Geelong. You thrashed Brisbane, and that's better than anything Geelong have done this year. So I'm tipping Richmond based on that. Mardo underscore selects Richmond to win this week. And he's the master tipper, unlike Jose. Fuck off, Jose. Yeah, well, that's good enough for me, Richmond. I just want to see Clark hook up again. <laughs> oh, I guess you're about that, are you? Oh, oh, I guess not not this is amazing. Neither of us are picking our own teams in this one. That's how bad <laughs> life is at the moment. It's going to be about another month or two before we win. The next one could be a close game, and it's the Colas versus the Dogs. It's at the SCG, though. That's got me leaning towards the Colas, just. I, I think Sydney going to beat us. But so. this has upset potential. The Dogs will win. They're morally undefeated. They're probably the best team. <laughs> in the comp at the moment so Bontempelli and Stringer will lead them to a famous win going to have to go for Sydney here I'm afraid much as I want the Bulldogs to win I think Sydney will it's the game of the contrasting styles Bulldogs with the silk and flair and Sydney with the shit yeah, in the clamp down. Uh, Sydney showed a couple of weeks ago how good they are at shutting uh, running teams down. So we'll have to go with Sydney. Oh, right. Port was a week ago. Yeah. <laughs> Jack's last. Yeah, we, we do something Port can't. We win the contested ball as well, though. Oops. <laughs> oh, he choked it then. <laughs> Good like that. I accidentally lifted the keyboard. Yeah, he was mashing it. He was ready to mash it so hard after that. <laughs> it's going to report your tip. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> Jack? Yeah, I have to go Sydney at home. Next one. Well, the concerning Queensland teams, one of them's going to get a win. Well, unless they draw. Oh, one of geez, them's going to get a win. Just... Gold Coast, uh, Brisbane at Metricon gonna... in the Spudley Q Clash. Gold Coast. Yeah, they can't Suns, be done. yeah, Brisbane are bad and can't kick a score. The Suns will do enough. I think the Suns. I, I reckon um, Gold Coast will win the Q Clash by about 10 points to 9. <laughs> It'll be that sort of game. Rugby score. Um, who else hasn't tipped? Mardo hasn't tipped. Mardo yeah, selects uh, Gold Coast <laughs> to win over the Brisbane. <laughs> the third person tipster. But okay. who cares, Carl? Oh, me, yeah. Gonna have to go Brisbane. Tipping Brisbane for the upset. Ooh, going out on a limb. Ooh. North versus Hawthorne in what could be a close game now that North have got a couple of wins on the board. Sorry, have North got a couple of wins or is this their first? No, they're two and two. Two and two, just like Hawthorne. And there'll be weight versus clangor makers, as we had discussed. Hawthorne will still win. Where's it being played? Etihad. Ooh, I'm going to go North. The roof's going to be open, though. I can't wait for bloody... Matt Suckling to bowl over Kanye North and the North supporters. What, what, what number is Kanye? Uh, have you intentionally picked the softest player yes, on our I've team? Yes, I intentionally picked the softest player on your <laughs> team. <laughs> and then we'll see the truth. Hawthorne to take a dump on North, just like a Port fan at Arden Street. Yeah, uh, Penal is tipping uh, Hawthorne will win this quite easily. And uh, the might of Schoenmakers will hold weight, will hold his potential goalless. Fuck, I could do that. <laughs> Well, you should have played Geelong this week. I oh, should have played. <laughs> yeah, North. Hawthorne will recover from their uh, from a laughing fit early in the game over North's sausage shower curtain banner. And, and, it, and it's skid marks. <laughs> yeah, but now, now we need Mardo to tip in the third person. Mardo selects Hawthorne to win over North Melbourne. <laughs> Sounds like a fucking late night TV show. <laughs> Model selects. My best work after midnight. You yeah, need one like, of those. You, 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 the Bay 13 hot dogs or something. <laughs> you need one of those bands off to the side that goes. Doodly 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 Thanks, Tate. West Coast versus the Giants. I'll quick on this one. West Coast. Ooh. 
Giants are no longer a bottom four, bottom six team. They're pushing for the eight, and in, so West Coast won't ski on them, and the Giants will win. This is in Perth, yeah? Yes. Uh, I'm going to have to go West Coast. I pretty much agree 100% with what uh, Starburn said. I think um, West Coast won't be able to beat GWS because GWS just don't look like a bottom four side this year. How funny would that be? They win over there. Oh, the blue crowd. Well, West Coast are yet to lose to an expansion team, I believe. They're still in the last team to lose club. They're still in the last team to lose club, right? So this might be their last week. Richmond were the first one, huh? You were the give it up girl? No, fucking Port were. <laughs> Oh, that's right. We haven't lost to the Giants yet. How many times have you lost to the Gold Coast? Like three out of four. <laughs> but we're still not in the Coach Killers Hall of Fame. Maybe that'll be enough to get rid of Hardwick. Well, initially, initially I wanted to tip. I was going to tip uh, West Coast, but I'm going to select the GWS Giants to beat the West Coast Eagles. And what about Mardo? <laughs> Mardo selects GWS Giants. <laughs> you don't know Jack. Ooh. Take your time, mate. Go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, GWS, same reason. West Coast won't be able to downhill ski on them. Melbourne versus Frio at the G. Look, Frio uh, are imposing. Melbourne will give a better account of themselves, but Frio are Frio. I still think, yeah, Melbourne will, come, will be competitive for a while, and Fremantle will blow them away significantly. They've get, the scoreline difference is going to be greater than the crowd. <laughs> nah, Mel- the Melbourne supporters will be out for this one. They were out last week. There'll be even more of them now. They'll roll out to see Hogan yeah, in action. Come to see Hogan and Gia Watts. What do you reckon, Jack? Are you a chance? Oh, well, I want to pick Melbourne, but no, nah, I think Frio. I reckon it'll be pretty close, but um, Frio's sort of individual brilliance will just sort of get them over the end. I'll end that five. There you go. Mm. Set it. Cool. Yeah. Who does Marto select? Marto underscore selects Fremantle to win this. Marto <laughs> underscore would also like to give a special shout out to that flog Doc Shark who created the thread. Melbourne flogs double or nothing, no welching. That's going to be one of the bravest threads I've ever seen. But so brave. Hashtag. It's on, bitches. Any of you got the minimals for an avatar bet? We'll match the time frame two to one. Well, I reckon it's the odds are about ten to one in Fremantle's favour. So, uh, fuck. I hope he loses that. That dog shark. He's a fuckwit. <laughs> Hashtag so brave. <laughs> All right, St Kilda versus Essendon. Well, does anyone give St Kilda a chance here? We'll just go through that. Eddie had? No, they're both Eddie had clubs, so yeah. Yeah, nah, Essendon. Nah, Essendon will flog him. Yeah, Essendon by how much? I want to tip St Kilda. I want to tip St Kilda, but I just, I don't think I can. Just tip so him for the moral Ess- win. Everyone gets the moral win against Essendon anyway, because <laughs> Essendon are cheats. But um, I, I want to tip them for the real win, but I just don't think I can. So Essendon will probably win. They're um, chip, chip, fucking crab stuff style of football will probably unfortunately get him to a win this week. Marto says that yes St Kilda are a chance but no they'll not win. Essendon win. Alright and the match of the round which is the showdown the 3 and 1 Crows after their reality check and their beat down in Melbourne versus the ever puffing puffer fish from Port. Port will win. They're in form and they're a good side. Yeah, I reckon Port will win. Slow start, but they're building their momentum. Not in the first 10 weeks. They're going slowly into the season. Yeah, I reckon um, Port will get over the top of them. Uh, I've got my puffiest jacket. The puffiest jacket I could find. <laughs> I'm wearing it at the moment. I'm selecting the away team. And that'd be you guys. Yes. Fuck, now I have to fucking look up who that is. It's Port. It is, it is Port. All right. So, yeah, typical. So you're going to have to put up with all those fuck which would be different coloured hats. I'm not fucking going to that match. Not not last year. Well, I can't really get tickets anyway, but last year was one of the worst football experiences. I've you're back uh, in Armando, you're 
It was all surrounded by morons. So it is a Crow's home game, so they will be playing the uh, squawk sound after every Crow's yeah, goal. We'll be hearing about the 19th yeah. man and all that other bullshit. You'll be hearing fake crowd effects as well. And <laughs> have you called? Yeah, come on. Port Adelaide by how much? Adelaide are complete pretenders, man. I just hope that um we they get out in front by that much that we see another nipple tweaking, because I think that really sets the um, standard for the Crows. <laughs> Jack? Yeah, I think I'll go with Adelaide, but it's not in Melbourne, so they still won't get raided. <laughs> All right, this was the podcast for round four. Starburns joined by Teach. Goodbye. Penal. See you, everybody. <laughs> what was that? That wasn't me playing the music. That was premature ejaculation. That was. <laughs> yeah, you having a bit of a bit of a spank there. Jack. <laughs> see Ant. See you later. Mardo. See you, folks. And you don't know Jack. All right, later. Who was fucking playing the music? He was. Jack. Oh, that was probably the Melbourne song. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were doing a Hadouken or something. Do you get confused oh, yeah, sometimes uh, with that ringtone? Like, what the fuck is that song? <laughs> I don't know what the Melbourne song is because I haven't heard it a lot over the past couple of years.